0: The World Health Organization alarmed over the increasing pressures pounding global health care systems due to rising COVID-19 cases. A local nonprofit organization ramps up calls for the Philippine government to end polio during World Polio Day. And signal number one now up over Catanduanes ahead of tropical depression Quintas landfall. Good afternoon. I'm Reyn Musni. Dayline Philippines weekend begins right now. Another stern warning from the World Health Organization as global COVID-19 cases breach 42 million. The agency says the world is now at a critical juncture in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. The WHO also sounds the alarm over mounting pressures hounding healthcare systems around the world due to surging COVID-19 cases.
1: We are at a critical juncture in this pandemic, particularly in the northern hemisphere. The next few months are going to be very tough and some countries are on a dangerous track. Too many countries are seeing an exponential increase in cases and that's now leading to hospitals and ICU running close or above capacity and we're still only in October. We urge leaders to take immediate action to prevent further unnecessary deaths, essential health services from collapsing and schools shutting again. As I said it in February, and I'm repeating it today, this is not a drill.
0: COVID-19 has killed more than a million people all over the world. Over 28.4 million others have recovered. A new study says the COVID-19 death toll in the U.S. could reach half a million by February unless nearly all Americans start wearing face masks. That grim forecast coming from the University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. But if at least 95 percent of Americans will start to use face coverings, the study says that half a million figure could drop By 130,000. The Trump administration has been repeatedly called out for its lax COVID 19 response, with Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden blasting his rival for not wearing a mask. Biden vowed to mandate masks in all interstate U.S. transportation if elected.
1: Wearing a mask is not a political statement, it's a scientific imperative. It's a point of patriotic pride so we can pull our country out of this god-awful spiral we're in.
0: The U.S. has over 8.4 coronavirus cases, or 8.4 million, and 223,000 deaths. France becomes the seventh country in the world to record a million coronavirus infections. The grim milestone comes after France reported 42,000 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours. The death toll, meanwhile, is at 34,000. The resurgence of cases in the country has forced government to extend curfews in major cities, including Paris. President Emmanuel Macron says it's still too early to say if the country will be placed under another total lockdown. Scotland has unveiled a new lockdown system to address the coronavirus pandemic. It will put in place starting November. The system features five levels from zero to four and will be imposed in parts of the country depending on the rates of infection. The restrictions at level four are closer to a
1: full lockdown. For example, non-essential shops would have to close at level four. However, even under level four restrictions, six people from up to two households could still meet outdoors. There would be no limit on outdoor exercise for individuals. And we would seek to keep manufacturing and construction businesses open, albeit with safety measures
0: in place. As of yesterday, Scotland has recorded 1,401 new cases of COVID-19, bringing its total number to 54,000. Italian authorities clash with hundreds of protesters rallying against new COVID 19 restrictions in Naples. The local government on Friday imposed an 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. It also vowed to put the region under lockdown in order to tame surging coronavirus cases. Demonstrators threw rocks and smoke bombs while Police officers responded with tear gas. Other parts of Italy, like Rome and the northern financial city of Milan, have also implemented curfews. COVID-19 infections in Italy have risen sevenfold since the start of the month, raising fears that the pandemic is spiraling out of control. Here at home, coronavirus infections breached the 365,000 mark. The Philippine Health Department reported over 1,900 new COVID-19 cases Friday. That is, the fourth consecutive day the country recorded less than 2,000 infections. 132 new fatalities, meanwhile, were recorded, the sixth highest reported in a single day. This brings the country's death toll to over 6,900. Amid decreasing number of new COVID-19 cases, the government has announced further easing of travel restrictions in the country. Foreign nationals with investor visas can now enter the Philippines starting November 1st, while Filipinos headed abroad are no longer required to provide a negative COVID-19 test before their trips. Well, Manila's top diplomat urges the United Nations to rally member states in the fight against COVID-19. In his video message for United Nations Day, Foreign Secretary Teodoro Luxin Jr. expressed the Philippines' commitment to working with the international body amid the pandemic. He also called on other countries to set aside self-interest as he emphasized the need for universal access to a potential coronavirus vaccine
1: nations break ranks in the race for the first COVID-19 vaccine. The UN must stand in the breach made by disunity to ensure that the less powerful, the less rich, those who cannot be heard, those who cannot be reached, those who cannot be saved. If we fail them, mankind will never be safe again. Together, never at odds with each other, we must face it head on and save all our people because... We cannot save just our own. All
0: well, members of the nonprofit Rotary Club staged a motorcade across Manila City Saturday to mark World Polio Day. Dressed in red shirts, the participants called for an end to polio now. The Philippines had been free of polio for almost two decades, up to 2019. When new cases of the crippling and potentially deadly disease were reported again, there is no cure for polio, but it can be prevented with vaccines.
1: Rotary International have a target of $50 million uh, a year. So for the next three years, it will be $150 million. And then it will be, uh, it will be uh, matched by, uh, by uh, the Bill Gates Foundation to East One. So it will be a very big help for the for the total eradication of, to uh, vaccine, total eradication of polio.
0: The Health Department on Monday will begin its nationwide vaccination campaign against polio, as well as measles and rubella. The agency urges parents to let their children join the program, saying the public must remain vigilant against other diseases even during the COVID-19 pandemic. An update on the weather now. Signal number one now up over Catanduanes is tropical depression Quinta nears land. State Weather Bureau, Pagasa, says Quinta will make landfall over the Bicol region between Sunday evening and Monday morning. Pagasa warns Quinta may steadily intensify into a tropical storm category within 12 hours and may even reach a severe tropical storm category prior to landfall. Quinta was last seen about 660 kilometers east of Catarman, northern Samar, packing winds of 55 kilometers per hour and gustiness of up to 70 kilometers per hour. The Philippines is set to repatriate some 100 Filipino seafarers stranded in Chinese ports. Philippine Ambassador to China Jose Santiago Santa Maria says the seafarers sought government assistance after losing their jobs with shipping companies affected by the pandemic, Santa Romana adds the country will also be mounting charter flights for some 300 Filipinos who have been unable to return to their jobs in China due to the lockdown in Manila. Ang patakaran ay sa yung mga ng mga dayuhang seamen, Some of them have been waiting for days, for weeks,
1: and uh, uh, so they want to disembark, mm. and they've been asking for help to be repatriated. Lumalabas na isa pang problema ay yung mga nagtatrabaho
0: sa China na mga Pinoy na umuwi noong bago na ng lockdown dito, tapos hindi na makabalik. Ngayon gusto nilang bumalik. Yun din pinagtutulungan namin na uh, clearance from the Chinese authorities. The latest now on the upcoming U.S. election. An appeals court has ruled Texas cannot limit drop-off sites for mail-in ballots to one per county. Upholding a lower court's decision, the Court of Appeals voiced concerns that limiting the number of drop boxes would increase congestion and long lines at polling precincts, raising the risk of contracting COVID-19. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court in the battleground state of Pennsylvania ruled that mail-in ballots cannot be refused just because a voter's signature does not resemble the one on file. Both developments are seen as a setback for U.S. President Donald Trump, who has repeatedly criticized mail-in ballots, claiming without evidence they would lead to widespread fraud. Trump won Texas by nine percentage points in 2016, although a Democratic presidential candidate has not won the state in more than four decades. opinion poll suggests it might be in reach for Democratic nominee Joe Biden partly due to dissatisfaction over Trump's handling of the pandemic. In the final sprint to Election Day, rivals President Donald Trump and Joe Biden doubled down on their attempts to win more voters by promising to address the global health crisis. Speaking in Florida, Trump made a bold promise that normal life will fully resume in the country once he gets reelected. But he admits he does not always play by the rules of Washington.
1: And if I don't always play by the rules of Washington and the Washington establishment, and by the way, if I did, we would have lost a long time ago. It's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fought harder than any president in the history of this country. We're more than eight.
0: Meanwhile, Biden lays out his plans to end the pandemic without hurting the economy.
1: I'll put a national testing plan in place with a goal of testing as many people each day as we're currently testing each week, a seven-fold increase. There's a key difference in this campaign between Donald Trump and me. I believe in testing. Donald Trump does not. I believe in science. I believe in public health officials. I believe in the example of other countries which prove that widespread testing is needed to regain the health of our nation to reopen safely and critically to stay open.
0: The two presidential candidates faced off in the debate stage Thursday for the last time before the November 3rd election with the help of a mute button. The duel in Tennessee featured a civil and more substantive discourse compared to the two candidates' chaotic first debate overshadowed by angry interruptions. And before we go, a woman in her 80s who was enslaved for decades by her employers in the U.S. takes a spotlight in the latest project of ABS-CBN Docu Docu Central. Central. Get to know Filipina Fedelina Lugasan, who was brought to America for forced labor until fellow Filipinos and authorities learned about her situation and moved to save her. The documentary aims to enlighten Filipinos about the reality of human trafficking. Catch Fedelina, A Stolen Life, on ANC, November 4th at 8 in the evening. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musngi. Thank you so much for joining us and keep it here on ANC.